Algar Productions. Sarcastic Voyage presents the continuing story of Contentment Corner, starring Terry Drozdak as Candida Prim. The Outskirts of Contentment Corner, 1972. Remember, girls, you're not in a hurry. I don't just want you to be in this place. I want you to be in this place. Form a connection to it. There is no you. There is only Akasha, the living ether. That's stupid. This is all stupid. Miss Brimstone, what have I told you about passing judgment? I don't know. Probably something like, Now, girls, be sure to walk around aimlessly in this cornfield looking for Easter. (laughs) I think she said Ether. I'm starting to think that at least one of you is not taking this exercise seriously. Oh, one of us is definitely not taking this exercise seriously. You know, Miss Dragana, Felicity does bring up a good point. Why are we walking around in a cornfield? Because one of the central tenets of the Charming Lasses is a thorough exploration of nature and her infinite bounty. Only the closest thing we have to nature out here in North Dakota is corn. When my dad signed me up for the Charming Lasses, I think they thought, for some reason, that it was some kind of finishing school. I guess they thought I needed a few lessons in civility or something, because clearly the only thing that stands between me and being the debutante of the Fall Cotillion is a few classes on how to walk and talk. (laughs) Charming Lasses is very much about molding young women into... Well, women. Stupid. I'm going to go find a cute scarecrow to make out with. Wait up, Felicity! Miss Prim, stay a moment, won't you? Oh, okay. I wish you wouldn't follow her example. What, because she has horns on her head? That's not very... No, that has nothing to do with it. She's clearly only here because her guardians have commanded her to be here. But you, I see real potential in you, child. Yes, ma'am. I'm sure you know that the Charming Lasses is no mere scouting organization, nor is it the front for selling prefabricated, inexplicably popular baked goods. Yes, you're recruiting witches. I know. How could you possibly... I joined because I was interested in crafting. And once I read the handbook, I realized you're using a very different definition of the word craft than I was. You're a very clever girl, Candida Prim. One day... Not terribly long from now, a great evil will threaten this town. And only a coven of powerful women can... I found a dead body. What? Oops, my mistake. It's just more corn. (laughs) Actually, corn's more interesting than you might think. And did you know that it's technically a grass? Focus, child. Are you interested in becoming a witch, or aren't you? I think you may have the wrong girl, Mr. Ghana. This town is full of magic people. I'm just a normal girl. I'm a straight-A student, and I have excellent organizational skills, but unless that passes as a magic power, I'm not sure I'm your best candidate. Do you have a pet? What? A pet. An animal that you keep close, with whom you share a fundamental visceral understanding that transcends mere human bounds. We call it a familiar. Sort of? That's how I first became involved in the Kabbalah as a child. I had the pet crow. That... What's this? 
What are you handing me? That's my pet. This is a stone. Not a stone, a rock. My pet rock. Yes, I've heard of these. Some enterprising capitalist actually found a way to sell rocks to people for money. Not just rocks, pet rocks. See, he's got little googly eyes. So it has. No, Miss Prim. I'm afraid you cannot make a pet rock your familiar. Oh. Boo! What are you doing? Don't you witches like to summon demons? Well, here I am, materialized as if from nowhere in this field of mystical corn. Go on, make me do your bidding. <sighs> I'm waiting. You have bound me to your earthly plane, and now I'm yours to command. <laughs> I'm starting to think that neither of you is taking this very seriously. Eleven years later. The journey of a thousand steps begins with a broadcasting adept. His sanity fails. All right, I'm coming. Keep your babushka on. <coughs> you! Hello, Giliana. I must admit, you're the last person I expected to see on my doorstep. That doesn't say very much for your psychic abilities. No, child. <coughs> You misunderstand. When I say you are the last person I expected, I mean there is a list of people I have expected to see on my doorstep, and the rest of them have come and gone. <coughs> now you are here. You are the last one I expected. Can I please come in from the rain? I'm soaking out here. Why don't you have an umbrella? I forgot it at a friend's house. And they haven't returned your umbrella? <coughs> I would not call such a person friend. Come, warm yourself by the fire. Aren't you going to ask why I'm here? I've known you a long time, Candida Prim. Longer than you have known yourself. <coughs> I know why you're here. Do you know why you're here? I want to be a witch. Of course you do. Eleven... <coughs> Sorry. Eleven years ago, when I was in perfectly good health, and we had decades to prepare, you had no interest. But now, as I draw my last breath... <coughs> Eleven years ago, I was a child. My best friend was a demon, the mayor was probably a Dracula, and my math teacher was... Mr. Blencannon? There was nothing unusual about him. He was a highly advanced extraterrestrial who perceived reality in 14 dimensions. Everyone failed his math class. Badly. Oh, science. Anyway, growing up in this town with the groovy ghoulies desensitized me. Learning to be a witch just seemed like another career choice, and I was... Yes. <laughs> you wanted to be a librarian. So you went off to college, and then further college. And then you worked in the library. <coughs> and now, finally, you return home. To run the library, yes. Your story checks out. But one thing puzzles me. What? What does it mean, groovy ghoulies? You weren't wrong about me. I've always been able to see that glowing outline around people. The... Aura? Aura. Right. Sorry. I have been doing a lot of reading while I was away, but so much of this is stuff I've only seen written down. 
And when you returned home, you noticed something <coughs> different about people's auras. Yes, they're... Hang on. I've been keeping the statistics in my aura journal. Uh, let's see. I've been back for three months. And in that time, the overall luminosity has decreased 27%. Well, about that. I should probably invest in a more accurate spectrometer. That child is what I've been trying to prepare you for. It's the first of many evils descending upon the mundane plane. Mundane plane. I like that. I can use that. I want to help. What can I do? Have you seen the new Star Wars movie? Revenge of the Jedi? Return of the Jedi. Right. That one. I forgot they changed it. You know how Luke Skywalker goes back to Dagobah to complete his training, and Yoda just sort of dies suddenly? Even though he seemed perfectly fine in the previous film? But now, he's hovering on death's door, and Luke's training is no longer important because... Whatever. Let's just keep the story moving. Are you trying to tell me that I already know everything I need to be a witch? <laughs> Gods no, child. You know literally nothing. I just wanted to warn you that I'm going to abruptly drop dead well before you might expect me to. What? Like, now? No, not, not now. I have my prophecy to finish for one thing. You're going to need that. And I was hoping to catch a film this evening. Twilight's on the movie is playing. I used to love that program. Didn't you just spit it, science? Science, yes. <coughs> but I can't resist science fiction. Ray guns and spaceships and the like. And the Twilight Zone delivered a fundamental truth about the universe. That the real monster is man? No. That smoking looks cool. You have lung cancer, don't you? <coughs> I always said you were a clever girl. Now, sit. I do need to get started on that bucket list, which is really more of a thimble list at this point. But I can pass along a few important things before I go. First, and I feel like I've addressed this before, you need to get yourself a familiar. Present day. Champ, stop that. Stop dragging your butt on my magic carpet. Meow. All right, yes. I know it's not actually a magic carpet yet. I'm working on it. What kind of a cat scoots, anyway? Meow. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. Yes, a cat that used to be a dog. Thanks for reminding me of that early failure. Every day. I don't laugh at you when you try to scare the mailman by purring at him. Meow. Okay, yes I do. You're right. Meow. Meow, 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 meow. Well, I've been looking for the missing piece of Yelyana's prophecy since she died. I don't know why she hid it from me. Probably something like, You are not ready, child. You must pass the test, for which there are no notes to study, and no correct answers. Also, it's a pop quiz. 
that happens when you're locked in jail with Zizix Jones, why not? Bleh. <coughs> yeah, Zizix had the other piece. I don't think she knew what it was. But you know how she is. She probably just didn't want anyone else to have it. Yuliana wrote this in her native tongue, but then she translated it into English, which is handy. But then she put it in limerick form for some reason. I appreciate her dumbing it down for me, but that might have been a step too far. Listen to this. Beware the onset of six disasters, events set in stone and not plaster. From summer through fall, threatening all, preventable only by spellcasters. Well, obviously it means I can't do this alone. Everything she wrote down stresses the importance of a coven. She even left a list of potential candidates. But I don't want to tell anyone I'm a witch. Or then it'll be, help me remove this curse. And can you deliver a baby? I mean, yeah, if you hand me a baby and give me an address. I know, I've put off long enough. I guess it's time to go recruiting. No, put the tennis ball down. You're going to get it stuck in your mouth again. And I may be out for a while. Just go lay down. And at least try to use the cat box while I'm gone, please. Being a witch in 1987 is bad enough without also having to explain why I'm walking a cat on a leash. Morning, Velvet. Namaste, Sister Candida. I have something I need to talk to you about. I love a good talk. All viewpoints are welcome here at Incense is Best. Okay, well... <clears throat> if you are like me, you've noticed an increase in negative portents, ill omens, and an overall sense of dread. And while these may be misinterpreted as symptoms of clinical depression or existential angst, the fact is, our community is in danger. Unseen forces are threatening our community. But together... What's this? Oh, you're not looking for donations? Or were you hoping for something more substantial? We have a safe in the back, but we only keep crystals in the high-end dream catchers in that. Also, Mom won't give me the combination. She says she can't trust me with that much power. Okay, but don't you do, like, real magic here? Oh, of course. Heart magic. The magic that's within us all. Yeah, that's stupid. I mean actual magic. What, like sawing someone in half? No! Like saving people from being sawed in half. By demons. Do, do demons use tools? Like normal earthly hardware? Do they shop at Old Ned's bucket of rusty nails? Yes. I'm sure Old Ned knows exactly the right tool for precision soul deconstruction. Huh. Oh, neat. Uh, excuse me a minute. Hello, incense is best. No, we're not that kind of store. What? Why does everyone keep asking that? Ugh, gross. That's an unusual shop bell. Ah, it would appear the Hierophant of Alterations is presented with a new acolyte. Speak, that we may begin our eldritch dance of confabulation. <coughs> if you're like me, you've noticed an increase in negative portents, mm -hmm. ill omens, ah. and an overall sense of dread. Yes. Wait, you are like me? You have noticed these things? <laughs> My foolish, ephemeral young moppet. I'm as near to you in likeness as a pebble is to an asteroid that is hurtling inevitably towards this planet, ensuring our global extinction and leaving the Earth a charred, hollow cinder. So, 
You haven't noticed these things? My dear, I wash the granular remains of nocturnal eye detritus from my face each morning with negative portents. I brush my teeth with ill omens. And then, with the lingering tastes of ill omens still in my mouth, I enjoy a tall, cool glass of a sense of dread. That is how I greet the dawn. Your breakfast is a lot more abstract than mine. I generally just have a bowl of Lucky Charms, or if the store is out of it, I'll settle for the generic brand, Fortunate Marshmallow Symbols. You know, marshmallows are manufactured from a gelatin derived from the ground hooves of despairing cloven undulates. I did know that! And now that we've found our common ground, I need your help. Listen, I have a list, and next to your name it says, Probable Alchemist, Possible Necromancer, Definite Super Freak. Hmm. Yes, yes, the kind you don't take home to mother. She was right about that one. And the alchemy? It's true, transubstantiation has its uses in my trade. You mean dry cleaning? Yes, that's right. And additionally, I've amassed an agglomeration of ethereal ephemera. You'd be amazed what some people leave in their pockets. Is this pencil holder... The holy... Yes. May I have a closer look? No, you may not. That really belongs in a museum. Then wherever would I keep my tiny pencils? It would be incredibly inconvenient for me to traipse over to the museum every time I need a pencil. Let's save us both a little time. You're not going to help me, are you? No. What? You think just because I'm an old lady I'm interested in being a witch? Oh, this? This isn't a familiar. This is my pet flamingo. Say hello, Domingo. <laughs> Sorry, Miss St. Corby ain't here right now, on account of the factory being less of a factory and more of a, what do you call it, a pile of smoking rubble. What? You think just because I'm an old lady I'm interested in being a witch? Ravina? Are you in there? Is the lighthouse closed? But then how will people navigate their way through the deadly North Dakota corn tides? Hello, Candida. Oh, it's you. Hold on a moment. I'm coming down. Oh, I can hardly wait. I didn't come here to talk to you, you jerk. I came here to talk to... Hello, Candida. Oh, how did you... I mean, there's no obvious entrance or exit from the top of the lighthouse. And yet, here I am. Also, it's Candida, not Candida. No. I don't believe it is. I think I know how to say my own name. And yet? I'm still mad at you! What, for having you arrested after the St. Corby wedding? But surely now you realize that being incarcerated at the same time as Zizix Jones gave you the opportunity to acquire the final piece to the prophecy you've been trying to decipher for so long. How could you possibly have known what- Now you're trying to assemble a coven in the hopes that you can rescue Contentment Corner from the five disasters that your mentor foretold. I mean, I am, but you- But little do you realize that one of those disasters is happening right now, as you stand on the doorstep of the town's lighthouse paralyzed with indecision. I'm not paralyzed! Mere blocks away, sinister supernatural forces threaten to destroy the town, and indeed, reality itself. I have to do something! In that case, you might consider changing direction. The incident in question is three blocks to the south, not the east. There you go. Oh my goddess. That's a portal straight to hell. I've seen pictures of those in books. Also, you can see hell right through it. Who could have... Felicity! No!
Episode 10 of Contentment Corner featured Christy Brannan as Felicity Brimstone, Robert Cooper as the narrator, Terry Drozdak as Candida Prim, Brian Lynch as Jad Cortland, Kara O'Connor as Liliana Dragana, Joseph Ravenson as Velvet Chemise, Amanda Smith as Mary Madison, Sabrina Snyder as Edna, Jason Wallace as Alastair Eventide, and Ron Algar Watt as Nif. It was written by Ron Algar Watt and produced by Algar Productions, copyright 2016. As Lilia, goddamn you, Al. <laughs>